G'day guys, how are you going? Thanks for the questions. Um, the first one's from Neil. Should you train for your body type, ecto, endo, mesomorph, or train or use a tried and tested method? So basically, I'm just going to use this example as a training goal, training for a marathon. Okay, you need to take into account your current level and where you want to go to. Okay, so what I recommend is don't stress about your body type. Okay, worry about what your training goal is and training towards that. So for example, if you want to do like a powerlifting competition or a marathon, all right, it's, it's going to be, regardless of your body type, right, it's going to be the similar type of training, okay? You're going to get a base level and then you're going to build up from there, regardless of what body type you are. So what I recommend is don't stress about your body type, worry about, you know, where, where you're at, what the current level you're at, where you want to be and what your training goal is and train towards that. Um, so for example, like you, you're training for a marathon, it's just going to be a progression over time for running. Um, so whether you're an ecto, endo or mesomorph, it doesn't really matter. You just get a base level of where you're at now and then where you want to go to. So you're, you're 42 kilometers, right? And then you build up a training plan from there. So regardless of what type of body you are, it's going to be similar training plan, right? To where your base level is. So if I've got an ecto and an endo and their base, the weather at, right now is exactly the same. They're pretty much gonna be on the exact same training program, right, moving forward. Obviously, you just gotta take into consideration, right, their recovery and that throughout, but realistically, they're gonna be very similar, if not the same. Um, thanks for that question. Uh, Daniel, uh, what's a good recovery drink or food? So, good question. It's very dependent on what your goal, all right, um, what your session was. So I'm just gonna explain what I do for me. If I do a really massive session, um, whether it's a big jiu-jitsu session or a big uh, weightlifting session, something that um, I find that works well for my recovery is straight after having like a power aid or something where I can get those sugars back in. Um, and then afterwards having like a heavy, heavy protein meal, so like a massive omelet, something like that. Uh, generally for me when I train jiu-jitsu, this is um, what I do after jiu-jitsu. Um, I've got a 50 minute drive home, so uh, in that time on the way home, I'll have a Powerade and a shitload of water, right? And then as soon as I get home, I'll have, have a massive protein meal and that'll get me through and that helps my recovery a lot. So it's dependent on uh, your recovery, uh, dependent on your session and your goal. So just stay away from processed shit, um, try and eat uh, a good meal, try and get your carbs, fats, um, proteins and veggies in, right? And then, and then you'll be fine, basically. Alright, Ken, to what degree can you improve your VO2 max? Now, you said that you couldn't find a direct answer to this, and I couldn't as well, so I'm going to give you the most direct that I could find. Basically, so with your VO2 max, a few things, you probably already understand this, that a few things to train for it. Um, yeah, they said short intervals, long intervals, uh, steady state cardio are all things that can build your VO2 max. Um, the only thing I could find with any kind of this is what you could increase it to um, was said 15 to 20%. So you said you're on 56 from memory, um, and acid, oh, sorry, 46 and acid you could get to say 55. Uh, yes, that'd be possible, that'd be at the higher end, about 20%. But according to that study, it is possible. But I, I could only find one study that said that everything else kind of just spoke about how to pretty much how to. Um, test your VO2 max with the machine basically, and then um, just spoke about how to increase it. Didn't really give like a definite, you're at this level, you can get to this level, you're this age, 
with your spinner level, you can get to this level. I um, spoke a lot about some people just genetically have a better VO2 max, which goes into it as well. But to answer your question without actually answering it directly, 15 to 20% was all I could find um, on the study. And that was it, basically. There wasn't, as you said, oh, like, I know you've done some research into it, but fuck, I couldn't find anything about it, really. It was only that 15 to 20%. So I know it doesn't definitely answer your question, but that, that's all I could come up with, mate. So sorry about that. I hope that helps a little bit. Um, last question's from Liam. Uh, best time to have creatine. So there's another another funny one on like the VO2 max, okay? The best time... I read, you know, there were studies that said before you work out, after you work out, both before and after you work out. Um, basically, what I recommend is two things. So go obviously off what the label says. Firstly, um, I've had creatine that said, you know, have it before you work out, have it after you work out, have it as soon as you wake up, all sorts of different things. Um, but most of the studies said before or, <coughs> sorry, before or after you work out. Um, the biggest thing is habit, just remembering to take it. So, for example, right, if you if you have a shake every single morning, but you don't always have a shake before you work out or after you work out, or you're not into a habit of having something before or after you work out, right, I'd recommend the best time to have it would be in the morning because at least you know you're definitely getting in every day. So, one thing to think about is what what's your habit, okay? Are you in a habit of having supplements before you train? then probably having it before you work out would be better or you're in a habit of having supplements after you train, then probably having it afterwards would be um, the best time or if you don't have it before or after but you have a, a shake every time, everything first thing in the morning when you wake up, right, then the best option is probably to have it in the morning. So basically work out, obviously what the label says, go off the label and then work out, you know, what best suits your habits that you've got currently, right, can you form habits quickly, can you change it up if you need to. So just a few things to think about then, so basically before, after, before, all after and just think about what your habit is and what's on the label as well. So I know that one really does answer your question either, but that's all the research I could find on it, um, you know, and just go off that basically. So... Neil, just to wrap it up, all right, train to your goal, uh, current level and where you want to be at. Um, Daniel, just make sure after your sessions you just have uh, water, you know, maybe an, any, uh, a recovery drink, and then just a decent meal, like no takeaway shit. Um, Ken, 15 to 20% was all I could find, sorry, and Liam, before, after, before and after, or whatever your habit is, okay? So I hope that helps. If you have any more questions, hit me up. Thanks, guys.